You know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of life. To starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is The Andy Stork Show. Let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Andy Storch Show. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this is a show where we can come together to starve our fears, follow our dreams, and fulfill our true potential. And uh, I want to share a lesson with you today about learning new things, about uh, failure, what is failure, what is not, and uh, when we can learn from our mistakes. It's really just an interesting story of paddleboarding. So if you follow me on social media, you know I've, uh, I've been out uh, stand up using a stand up paddleboard, paddleboarding a lot recently. Uh, I was very, very lucky. Back in March, I got a stand up paddleboard as a gift from the company I was with, Advantage Performance Group, uh, as a thank you for us organizing the conference, the Talent Development Think Tank, back in January. And um, this really this is a, a beautiful thing because I had been uh, eyeing stand up paddleboards for months. It's something I, I thought I really wanted, but I wasn't really sure if I'd enjoy it. I didn't know if I wanted to spend the money, especially as I'm building a business and money is tight and it seemed like a frivolous thing. And um, uh, the company, uh, representatives from the company called my wife and asked her, hey, we want to get Andy a really nice gift. What's something he would like? And she said, oh, he really wants to stand up paddleboard. So kudos to my wife for knowing me and knowing what I want. And uh, so they presented it to me in March and the timing could not have been more perfect because right after that, everything shut down. Uh, because of COVID, we're in quarantine, everything was closed. And so I've been taking the kids out on the stand-up paddleboard uh, almost every weekend. In the beginning, they really loved it. And then they started, stopped liking it. And then now they dread it or hate it and don't want to go. And I have to make them go. Um, but I still love it. And uh, I'm really enjoying it. So I've been out at least once a week, every week for probably, you know, I don't know, eight weeks, 10 weeks in a row, something like that. And I've been ex- exploring all the rivers and springs um, around central Florida where we live. And it's been a, a great way to get outside to see stuff, to spend time with the kids, even when they don't like it. But I hadn't taken it in the ocean yet. Uh, and I knew that was a possibility, but I figured it was gonna be challenging. And I didn't want to try that with the kids because it could be a little bit dangerous. Uh, so I finally got an opportunity. Uh, recently, I dropped the kids off with their grandparents for the weekend. And we were near, I was near the coast, uh, a place called Sebastian Inlet which is down in the south part of Florida, uh, just north of the Palm Beach area. And it's a, there's a big state park and an inlet where the water from the ocean connects to the intercoastal, which is the big river that's just inside the coast, about you know close to the coast, uh, I don't know, half a mile from the ocean, where there's a lot of boats and stuff like that. And I thought, oh, it could be interesting to try to paddle around there and maybe even paddle into the inlet, which is mostly boats and stuff. And so I decided to go to the state park and I was going to start in the intercoastal but the state park was closed because it was full. I got there at like 1 p.m. and uh, they, are, they were already full. So they closed the entrance off. So I decided to just pull off on the coastal highway to a little path to the beach where there were probably like eight or 10 other cars. And uh, I parked and I filled up, I pumped up my paddleboard. And um, I realized that I had lost the string that goes to the paddleboard where you can tie things down. And I thought, ah, I don't really need anything. I won't bring water. I rarely drink the water when I'm out on the springs or anything. And um, I don't need to bring my flip-flops. I'll just go barefoot. Uh, I put some sunscreen on and I was good to go. Went out to the beach 
And um, then I also realized I forgot my phone. And then I figured that's actually probably a good thing too, because I might get tossed around in the ocean and I don't want it to fall out of my pocket and, and, and be lost. So I didn't bring the phone either for the first time, which is really nice. Actually, I've been wanting to do that and I keep taking it because I want to take pictures with the kids. Um, but you know, also want to be more present. So I got out on the ocean and it was, I guess it was pretty rough seas. I don't know. I haven't been out there in a while, uh, without, you know, in any other time, but there were a lot of waves. I got out past the waves and I thought maybe once I get past the waves, I can stand up. But the, the, the ocean was still tossing up and down. And every time I stood up, it would toss me off the board. And so finally I just ended up paddling on my knees, which is totally fine. It's not as fast or as fun as, as stand up paddle boarding but I was making progress and I got to the inlet and the inlet was like swirling as the ocean and the inlet waters were coming together and it looked a little bit scary, but I still, I paddled through it. I made it through. I told myself, you know, the, there's not the worst that can happen is I get tossed off my board and I know how to swim and I'm also tethered to the board. I can always get back to it and, uh, and hold myself up. By the way, I didn't bring a life vest. You're, I guess you're supposed to have one when you're out there, but um, I made it, through the inlet into the big Indian river that's right there. And uh, I learned a lot. Uh, first of all, there's tons of people out there on boats and jet skis, power boats everywhere. I was the only person out of probably hundreds of people out there on the river that was on a uh, self-powered or man-powered vessel, right? There were no other paddlers, no kayakers in this area. I usually see them in other like quiet, more serene areas. Um, this there was a shallow area in the river that I made it to where there were more than a hundred boats parked and people out partying, drinking beer, having fun. So that was cool to see. And um, I talked to this woman um, that I asked for some water and she gave me a bottle of water and I drank it down and we were standing in the water and she was saying it was cool because the tide was coming in. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. And I didn't think anything of it. And then I said, okay, I'm going to take off and paddle back out through the intercoastal. I didn't want to be gone too long. And so I started paddling out to try to paddle out through the inlet to the ocean. And um, I was paddling, 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 paddling for probably 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. And I realized I was making almost no progress. Like I kept looking to the side and seeing the same platform, the same dock and the same boat that was anchored in the same spot. And I was not really gaining much ground. And it was because the tide was coming in. And I just, it was coming in so fast, I could not make progress against it. I was basically at a standstill. And I was trying to think of what to do. It's interesting when we're in these challenging situations, right? And we, we barrel into something, which is what I often do in life and business. And we find ourselves in a challenging situation. And you have to figure out what are you going to do? Are you going to just try to push through? Are you going to ask for help? Or are you going to try to find some creative solution? And so I thought about asking for help. I thought about flagging down a boat and asking them for a ride. And um, as I was doing that, I internalized my uh, aversion for asking for help. There's, I've dealt with this my whole life. I don't know why I have a hard time asking people for help. Uh, people love helping people. I love helping people. And yet I won't give people that satisfaction. I, I avoid asking people for help. And I really need to work on that. I'm always working on that uh, and get better. I, you know, I, in my in my, in my deep in my head, I think I'm thinking, oh, if I ask for someone for help, they'll think I'm weak or they'll judge me. But it's, you know, it's simply not the case. You know that. I know that. And yet I know many of us, especially men or entrepreneurs, um, we have a hard time asking for help. So I didn't ask anybody for help. Instead, I paddled over to the shore uh, slowly but surely. And I got to the shore and thought, okay, I'm only about, I don't know, quarter mile um, from the ocean. 
So I'm just going to walk back to the beach and carry my board. Even it's, it's an 11 foot board. It's definitely heavy, um, but I'll walk. And I didn't have my shoes. Like I said, I didn't bring my flip-flops, anything. So I got to the sidewalk and uh, I, the sidewalk was hot. And then I had to walk across some pavement and that was really hot too. And so my feet are starting to burn and uh, I'm, I'm walking down this sidewalk. I'm standing in the grass to cool my feet a little bit. And then I walk a little bit more on the sidewalk and then I get to another grassy spot. And then I find out it's full of those like sticky, sharp burrs that stick into your feet. So now I'm either between the hot sidewalk or uh, these sticky burrs that are sticking in your feet. And so I pull those out of my feet and choose to grab the board over my head and run down the sidewalk as fast as I can, this heavy board. Um, and I finally make it to some shade under this overpass uh, where A1A, the highway, goes over the, the water. And I rest for a couple minutes and then I see that I'm not that far from the beach. So I set off again and I get to the beach and um, finally get to the beach. And then I get out on the sand and the sand is hot too. So my feet are burning now as I'm, I'm telling this story, I'm feeling my feet and they're totally burnt. Um, and so I get back to the sand, I get to the ocean and it feels good to get my feet in the ocean. And I put the board down and um, I start trying to get out through the waves and uh, paddling out and I get past the waves and um, I try to stand up and I'm immediately tossed off the board. And I think, okay, well, this is a good challenge. I'm going to try again. I try to stand up and I'm tossed off the board. Um, and then I try to stand up again and I'm tossed off the board. And I'm getting really tired, um, just relaxing in the water for a bit, but thinking, okay, I need to get back. So now I'm paddling, get on my knees. And I don't know which way the, the tide or the current is going, um, but I'm trying to paddle south and it feels like it's going north because I'm not making much progress. I stand up again to go faster and I get tossed off the board. I'm back on my knees and I'm making slow progress. And I see I probably have less than a half a mile down the beach to get to. Uh, and so finally, I just cruise into the beach again and decide, well, maybe I'll try to drag my board down the beach and let it kind of float in the shallow water as I walk not considering again that the, it's pretty rough seas, the waves are coming in hard. And if I try to drag my board, they're tossing my board around. So I'm trying different ways. And finally I carry the board again and I make it back to where I think um, my car is. And I left my, I find a path, but I can't find my flip-flops, but I still, I walk down the path and now the sand is really hot and I'm burning my feet and I get out to the road and my car is not there because I went down the wrong path. So I head back now I'm running on the sand, this burning hot sand and my feet are burning and I make it back to my board and I pick up my board because I can see where my car is. It's only another hundred yards down the sand to the next path. And so I slowly carry my board back and then I get to the spot where the path is. There's a big hill I've got to climb, but first I go out in the ocean to wash myself off because I'm covered in sand and rocks and pebbles and stuff. And I do that and then I grab the board and I go up the hill and I start going down the path and the board and stuff is getting sand all over me again. Uh, and I finally make it back out to the van, uh, to my van where it's parked on the side of the road. And I, I put the board down and I see that I'm just absolutely covered in sand. I'm burned. My feet are burned. And you know what? I've got a smile on my face because I made it back. I survived and I learned some lessons. I learned that, hey, it's, it's good to go into those situations a little more educated. I tend to just jump into things and then figure them out later. Um, B, uh, when you're going into a situation like that, the ocean and the intercoastal, you got to really consider the tides. You know, where's tide going in and out? And if you go in somewhere, are you going to be able to make it back out? 
just like going up river and down river. Uh, C, uh, it's always a good idea to bring your flip-flops with you if you can, your shoes or water shoes, uh, which I didn't do. D, always a good idea to bring water uh, if you can, which I didn't do. Um, e, I recently bought a long sleeve shirt to wear when I'm paddle boarding to keep from getting sunburned and I didn't bring it and I need to bring that. Um, that's number five. Uh, and so a, a lot of lessons and I got in the car and I had an hour and a half drive home and I was really just happy the whole way listening to music, heading back, thinking about the adventure I'd been on, the lessons I learned. And, uh, you know, it made me think about life and the way we barrel into anything and, um, you know, some of us wait for situations to be perfect and they almost never are. Uh, and some of us jump into things and um, have to figure things out as we go. And uh, I love trying new things. And even when it's difficult and it didn't go as planned, um, I learned valuable lessons that I can take with me into the future. I can share with you. I can share with others. And um, I find that I'm you know, still, I do those things without waiting for things to be perfect. I make a lot of progress. And I have a lot of fun. And uh, we have a lot of fun in these adventures when we do scary things. So not saying you should go barrel out of the ocean. Uh, I don't know when I'll try it again compared to rivers <laughs> that are a little bit easier to navigate. Um, but I will try it again. And um, hopefully it'll go better next time. And I will also learn from this experience and get better next time. Uh, so if you are into stand-up paddleboarding and you have experience going out in the ocean, send me your tips because I obviously don't know what the heck I'm doing. Uh, but I also noticed that I was getting a lot better at staying up on the board when there are waves uh, going underneath. There was wake. I was much better than I was a few weeks ago. And so just practicing things, difficult things, helps us gain experience and helps us get better. So where can you use this in your life? Could it be in a sport, a hobby? Could it be in parenting? Could it be in business? Are there things that you have been scared to do because you're afraid to fail when you really know that if you try it and you fail, you'll probably learn lessons from it and gain experience and you'll get better next time, right? Because we have to learn, we almost have to fail sometimes to gain the right experience to help us improve for the future. Um, and if we let fear hold us back, we'll never do it, right? Uh, and so I'll let this be a reminder to you, where can you go out and fail at something, um, try something adventurous and learn from that experience? If you do end up doing that, message me, hit me up, send me an email, let me know, andy at andystorch.com. would love to hear from you. And hope you have an awesome week.